Kylie, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you. Um, Golden has been out for two months now. Um, has it? Yes, yeah, so it's 6th <laughs> oh of April it came out in this country. Wow. Uh, is that long enough to reflect on its success? No, <laughs> absolutely not. I still, I'm, I mean, I'm, mind you, I have just had a little bit of time off for my birthday. So I feel like I've been, I feel like I haven't worked for six months. Right. In reality, it's been two weeks. But I look at the album right in front of me and it's... it's number one? Yes, it's number one. <laughs> I mean, unbelievable to say that. But um, I, no, I haven't had time and, and, and I'm fully aware that it does take... I mean, when I started doing promo on the album, I realised I almost still had one foot in the studio and I couldn't, you know, the, the fact that it, it was done. There was yeah. no going back. These are the decisions and the, the selection that you've made for the album. So, no, I don't have much distance, but um, here we are on single three and it's, it's all going very well. Excellent. Now, for those who don't know, it was recorded in Nashville and it's definitely got a... Um, a pop country feel to it. I don't want to call it a country album because it's not Thank a country <laughs> album. It's a pop country album, I would say. Um, how did the city of Nashville then influence how the album was recorded and made? Because the songs, I presume, were already written. No. Um, ah, okay. I w was doing sessions in and around London with this thought suggested by my A&R guy to um, when you're in the studio, if, you can, if there's a country element or influence, that'd be great. Just to kind of investigate that. I said, oh, sure, okay. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I, 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 didn't, I didn't know what he meant, but I trust this guy. And I, I thought, okay, well, I'll, I'll keep searching. And then two, three months in, the suggestion was to go to Nashville. I immediately just said the word back to, to the person who said it. A few decibels higher and an octave higher. Went, Nashville, yes, yes, can I go to That would be amazing. Can Had I you go? been before? No. Okay. And then I was asking um, people I was in sessions with, hey, I'm going to Nashville, have you been? And, and the enthusiasm that I, I'm passing on now, it's just, it's a great town. And I, I felt like I was at the altar of the song. I loved going to see... Um, like to the Bluebird Cafe, Listening Room, places where you just see songwriters who may never have recorded. They're not the artist where the song ends up, but they... They're not the signed writer. to any label or anything. No, just publishing probably. And there they are and they just, you know, it's like a, they call, call it like a round table and they do one song, one song, one song with a captive audience of mixed ages. I mean, it sounds like maybe not that, that impressive, but it, I loved it. Being there on a mission to to find the songs, to write the songs, to find the DNA of what is this pop country? Is will this ever make sense for me? So, were you recognised when you went out? Pretty much. Mm, that must no. be nice. It was brilliant, <laughs> and it was about a million degrees. It was July. Yeah. It was so hot. So I basically walked around in like pretty much a tent with two straps on it, just top knot, no makeup, in the studio. Um, it was it was a dreamy couple of weeks. So I mean, I worked hard, but it was oh, it was sure. all good. Because you you co-written all the songs. Yeah. On the album. Yeah, I didn't um, set out to do that, but it uh, turned. That's how it came out. Yeah. So would, they were all written in Nashville as well. So hence there must have been some sort of influence there. Totally. I mean, we we went looking for it, um, and what 
I think that a lot happened in Nashville. Um, the main thing I think songwriting wise was putting the story into the song, and that's of course that's such a country thing, isn't it? Mm. Um, and I think some of that influence was because I, that's I was there and dedicated to that purpose. And s- another part of it, I'm sure, is just was through osmosis, just being there, and it's in the. I mean, I realise now that. I've been to Ibiza to make a dance album. Makes perfect sense. And I, I thought if we don't find, like crack the nut of this in Nashville, it's not going to happen anywhere. You've worked with Nathan Chapman on yes. the Golden Album. Yes. Now, for those people who may not have heard of him, and probably many people haven't, he was instrumental in turning Taylor Swift from a country star into a pop star. Mm-hmm. So was his... He now br- has a very nice big house. I'm sure he has. I'm sh- and <laughs> With at least one. a mega studio in it. <laughs> well, was his brief then to do the reverse for you? No, I, well, I don't know. I don't know what he was briefed. Um, I think that's more about getting into the room and, and the days I had with Nathan, I was with another uh, fantastic writer, Steve McEwen, who came up. It, it, he's the first person I met there, day one in Nashville. He said, I don't want to go straight in the studio. Let's just meet for coffee. Tick. Great mm. coffee in Nashville, by the way, folks. Come over to my apartment. I've got the piano and guitar, and I just want to just play you a few ideas, the first of which was dancing. Uh, so then when we went in with Nathan, it's just whatever brief Nathan would have been given or indeed anyone else I worked with, I feel like that kind of can go out the window if it's not the right one for the people in the room at that point in time. You've said that some good songs didn't make it onto the album. Why yeah. was that? They didn't fit in with, with the album. And I remember that phone call as clear as day. We had a couple of great outside songs, so written by whoever they were written by. They just kind of come in as, as demos. And I'd vocaled them up. And, uh, as, you know, you, you get attached to them. Or you, even songs that don't make it, in that moment, you've got to believe that they might make it. Otherwise, you might as well just go home. Has your voice changed over the 30 years? When you say that, yes, it has. And I even feel like it changed before this album. Certainly when I started work on this album, not much of which has ended up on this. But I think I was a little bit broken, so my voice was a bit broken. It was really weird. I just couldn't I couldn't make the sound that I know I normally make. And I know I was kind of rebuilding myself and there's just this middle part where I couldn't I couldn't push it through. It was very, very odd. But you've got to sing these songs, of course, on tour, haven't you? The, uh, well, the, the now old it's ones. fine, and there's something that, um, that I kind of like in it because it's, it's truthful. You know, did, we weren't aiming for perfection and glossing everything. Mm, you, kind yeah. of, you want the, 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 the emotion to come through. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, it all, all ended up fine, but it was a kind of weird period. I was thinking, oh, my God, what's happened? Because there's definitely a, a Dolly Parton influence in there, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, she should just influence all of us at in some way, shape, or form in our lives. Um, Do you have I, the same timbre, or is, I'm not sure? I on wish what's... I did. I mean, oh, right. she's just so she, her tone is so crystal clear. Her pitch is flawless. She's just it's it's a thing of beauty and and, and wonder. She's just amazing. Um, my voice has definitely deepened. Over the years, um, I was kind of just learning as I went. In the beginning, I wasn't an experienced singer who then made an album. I was just just, just thrown into the studio. Uh, I think it turned out – I think I, I, was a, I was a good um, 
I was used to being on set and neighbours and you've got, there's your lines, learn your lines, say your lines, learn, discard. Mm. And it was kind of like that at Stockade and Waterman in, in the early days. They called themselves a hit factory and that's what it was. There was no time to waste. I only had my one or two weeks off neighbours, which of course they'd have to write me out of the show. I mean, it wasn't just roll in when you feel like it. Um, so I'd go in, learn the lines, do a few takes of the song and, and leave. So over time, I you know, I've worked hard and I've learned how to make the most of my voice. I mean, I, I'm totally aware I don't have that voice that's going to kind of just stop the traffic, but it's 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 my way of communicating and um you know it's really satisfying now to you know I'm about to go on tour um and to have kind of gain that experience and have the confidence that even when when things go wrong which it will that will without doubt happen sometime on tour or before a performance I've kind of got the 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 technical uh, know-how to try and uh, to, to get through it. There's a couple of tracks fine. I wanted to talk about from yes. Golden. Um, Lifetime to Repair, going yeah. back. But that, that could be Dolly singing. Oh, my God. If Dolly pa- <laughs> imagine Dolly Parton actually ever sang one of these songs. I, you'd have to get the, the oxygen tank for me. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's... I think that, on the one hand, shows that country influence that... I mean, even lyrically, I'm talking about the rodeo. I'm talking about when he's fallen off the wagon. Actual words and lyrics that I would never have sung before. And the fact that you're looking at the the kind of funny side of of a kind of, not tragic, but, a, you know, uh, I haven't got it right. Will I ever get it right? Will I try again? Shouldn't. I probs well. Yeah, you know, all of that. And I've had a lot of response to that song. Because, I mean, quite a few of the songs actually, um, I think, reflect your own personal experience of being in love. Yeah. Be it lucky or be or, it unlucky. Or you think you're in love and, uh, yeah. you, you know. Stop Me From Falling, for instance. It's, uh-huh. it's though you don't want to fall in love because you're frightened of what will happen, the consequences yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. Is that a true reflection or is it just, it's just oh, a it song? Has been, well... I think all of the songs, at some point in my life, that's what I felt. Not necessarily at that point in time. Um, I mean, Stop Me From Falling, I wasn't kind of trying to not fall in love with someone when we wrote that. But I thought, no, I've been there. I understand that. And of course, there's a different version of it. There's the, um, like a South American vibe that you've done with Gente de Zona. Gente de Zona. Oh, sorry, Gente. Gente de Zona. <laughs> yeah. I don't speak I Spanish. love what I would not, not, I had to sing in Spanish. I was yeah, you terrified. do actually in that video, yeah. Um, those guys are kind of like, the Cuban megastars. So we went to Cuba, to Havana, to shoot the video. And when they appeared... It was like Michael Jackson It was in the streets. Just kids came out of the houses and, I mean, they were mobbed. They really were. I was over by the monitor. Like, don't mind me. <laughs> and so how come you went from, from to making like a, a South American, I don't know, would, it, would that be salsa? Would that be tango? Would that be... It's a Latin sound. Latin, that's yeah. a better sound. Um, and even with the, the, the dance moves in the video, it was a learning curve for me. I said, well, I want... I'm just, with the choreographer, I said, well, what do you guys do? And he said, well, it depends. It could be um, Latin influence, could be African influence. Like there's, it's just, I mean, it's a melting pot there. So it was, it was pretty inspirational. Excellent. World Cup starts today. Are you looking forward to it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Go Socceroos. <laughs> today. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. My best friend is the commentator for the Australian football team. What's his name? Simon Hill. Simon Hill. Yeah. All right, Simon. Uh, and he's he's actually in Russia at the moment, and he'll be commentating on Aussies, all the Australian games. Okay. Well, I'll be I'll be. Um, actually, I don't really follow any one sport, but if it's a a big game, elite players, I could almost watch anything. Yeah. When you're watching. I mean, that, that's operatic. It's drama. You don't even need to really know what's happening in sports. And I love a slow-mo sports replay. <laughs> Who doesn't love that? Come on. <laughs> that's like a painting. It's like, it's like when you go to a video and you toss your hair back. There's lots of, lots <laughs> of water comes out yeah, in the exactly. slow-mo. Well, the new album from Kylie is called Golden, uh, which is uh, also the new single. And uh, both are out now. Plus, Kylie will be touring uh, the UK in September of this year, coming to the BIC on Saturday, the 22nd of September in Bournemouth. <gasps> yes. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been wonderful. Thank you. Thanks very much, Kylie.